Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it? I'm Egbert, the owner of this station. Check out my website at Egbert.com. That's E-G-G-B-U-R-T, Egbert.com. Now it's back to Brad and John. Check out their website at BJShow.co. The BJ Show? Come on, guys. Anyway, here's B and J. It is the BJShow.co. That's the web address. I got it right for change. Uh, my name is Brad. That is John Combest, and he has the website called JohnCombest.com, J-O-H-N, common first name spelling, last name C-O-M-B-E-S-T. We did the top three in our last break. Just go check it out. He's got a lot more past the top three. Okay, go back to the story we talked about earlier this morning. And it was, was it Tuesday we had the story that about Jay Ashcroft being tackled by the protester down in Jefferson City? Yeah, or maybe that was yesterday. The days run together. But I think the, ev- I think the event was on Tuesday. I think you're right, Brad. Okay, was, was the guy charged? I don't, know if he was, I don't know if he was charged. He was definitely taken into custody. Right. And and but in other words, he was taken in custody by the university or not university by the Jefferson City Police or the Capitol Police, the Jefferson City Police. Jefferson City. It, yeah, it didn't happen on Capitol grounds. Oh, okay. So I haven't heard. I haven't heard. In fact, I haven't heard the guy's name or what he has been charged with. I see. I just don't under. You know, there's certain things. What's the old song? The Jim Croce song. You don't mess around with Jim. There's, yeah, there's yeah. certain things you don't do. And one of them is. You don't tackle high-ranking public officials, correct? Am I right on that? That's or what? correct. Now, <laughs> imagine, Brad, if you and I went down to Georgia, if these devils went down to Georgia, and we found a Democrat election official who was a black woman, and you and I roughed her up on the sidewalk, do you think the local media wouldn't produce our name and all of our, uh, you know, our elementary school discipline records and everything about us. They would be a dossier that would be larger than the one that uh, <laughs> they, they put together for Donald Trump. What was the guy's name from from the secret agent from Britain? What was his name again? Uh, you know who I'm talking about? The guy who supposedly put together dossier for. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know. I don't remember who it is. Okay. Uh, yes, we would we would be called out. But uh, what you're saying is this guy. There's not even his name's not even been published. Yeah, I I haven't found anything yet about what his name is or what he has been charged with. And you know what? It it will likely be. I'm sure it will be a cent, you know, compared to spitting on a sidewalk. Well, but and it'll be a he'll pay a fifteen dollar fine and be on his way. But that would put Jay Ash, Jay Ashcroft in a tough position because he probably won't press charges. Wouldn't you think that would be right. the case? Yeah, it would be. You know, then suddenly it would be another example of Secretary Ashcroft seeking to squelch the freedom of expression of Missourians. See, it's times like this when I would hope that. One of the hidden things in Jay Ashcroft's past is that as a kid growing up, he took uh, martial arts and he's actually secretly, nobody knows about this, he's a black belt. <laughs> he <laughs> might be. And you know <laughs> what? He was tempted to perform a drop toe hold right. and, you know, a, a spin sidekick <laughs> on the guy, but he has remarkable restraint. Right. And when somebody, shall we say, toys with them, they get, you know, <laughs> it's it's sort of like watching uh, one of the old Claude Van Damme movies where he goes into oh, Jean-Claude a... Jean-Claude Van Damme. Right. Jean-Claude Van Damme, Van Damme, whatever the heck his name is. He goes into a restaurant just to eat a meal 
and he gets hassled by the locals, and they regret that they ever messed with him. You know, if, if you know what I'm saying. I, you know, <laughs> if, if Jay doesn't win this Republican primary and become governor, I think that would be a fantastic movie plot, Brad. <laughs> and by the way, we do know, thanks to the swatting thing, which I think enough time has passed that we can joke about it again, is that we do know that Jay Ashcroft allegedly owns a treadmill. Which I think was news to everyone. But yes, so he's clearly in remarkable fighting shape. Right. If you don't know what we're talking about, Jay Ashcroft what was that a couple weeks ago got swatted. It was on a Sunday night yeah. where where essentially swatting is when someone calls the police department and they say, like in, in Jay Ashcroft's situation, they say there's a murder going on or there's shots being fired or there's something, there's something being held captive or something like that. And they bring in the SWAT team because of the fact that they think it's just sort of like this crazy story that's going on where these they think that the guy oh, there was there they, there was a report that was a juvenile shot at the house I can't remember what state this is in it's, it's yesterday's news today's news as well too too and uh, two officers showed up the guy shoots two of the officers then the SWAT team surrounds the place and the guy burns the place down and they think there's six people dead in the in the building so you know I I'll never understand. it's great news on a Thursday morning Brad it's it's just weird stuff. You know, I mean, I don't understand some of these. You, you hear these stories of these people and you go like, what the hell were they thinking? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It just, I don't get it. Okay. Uh, the Taylor Swift story. Okay. This is actually sort of interesting. And matter of fact, if you want to take a look at this, I mean, there's lots of Taylor Swift stuff. And I have to tell you, this is maybe anecdotal, but I have been privy to conversations among women and matter of fact, one woman that I do business with even asked me this yesterday about if I was going to be watching the Super Bowl on Sunday. Now, I am a guy that, quite honestly, the Super Bowl means nothing to me. I mean, it really doesn't. Matter of fact, last year during the Super Bowl, Excuse me. During the Super Bowl, I was working out at the gym. I don't want to make it sound like you know. And mm-hmm. it was great because it was me and like two other people. You know, because nobody was yep. at the gym yeah, working out. It's a great time to go shopping or do anything. Right. Everybody was at the Super Bowl Super Bowl parties. Okay. So the story is sort of interesting in that it has a St. Louis connection. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I didn't save it. I should have saved it. But um, yeah, here it is right now. Okay. The story is that Taylor Swift is upset with this guy. His name is, I think his name is Jack Sweeney. And he's- Uh, Yeah, about tracking her flight. Go ahead. I'm sorry to step on that. Right. And he's, she's upset with him. It's the same Elon Musk story. Um, I'm not an expert at this, but I know enough to be dangerous. There's this thing called ADS-B, which most aircraft now are required to have. Matter of fact, if you fly into Lambert, even if in a small plane, a little tiny, little, you know, a Cessna 152 or something like that, you are required to have ADS-B. And what it does is, and you also have to what's called an encoding altimeter. And what the ADS-B does, it transmits this data constantly of how fast your plane is traveling, what the altitude is, and the direction. So in other words, you can go on these websites, and I think one of them is called ADSB Exchange, and you can open up an account, and you can download this information. So what yeah. happens is the the uh, ADSB is also encoded with the tail number of the plane, which is the N whatever you know, blunk 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 number of the the plane. Okay, and you can take this information, and you can track people around the world. Yeah. So the story is, and the story on on Fox News is a little bit confusing uh and the the headline is taylor swift sells one of her 40 million dollar private jets amid threats to sue college student who tracks her emissions okay (laughs) you're going like what okay and essentially 
gets us the Salt Falcon 900LX. Uh, and she sold it to, get this, Missouri-based car insurance company, CarShield, located wow. right in St. Charles County, okay? So that's your buddy Mike Carter, right? Well, he's supposedly the general consul for for Carsh. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he still is. Um, and anyway, now get this: Swift reportedly purchased the jet for forty million dollars in twenty eleven, but the plane is now estimated to be worth around seven million secondhand. But yet, supposedly, the article goes on to say that that Car Shield bought it for forty million dollars. I'm going like, hold on a minute. Okay. Now, she still owns the larger DeSalt Falcon 7X, which is worth around $54 million, brand new, and has been her primary mode of transportation during the international leg of her heiress tour. Now, here's what gets complicated about it, is the ADSB data is public domain, but what he does is he builds, uh, like with with, uh, Twitter, he actually builds set up a Twitter account where, and it was called, I think it was called Elon's Jet or something like that. Yeah, it was. And you can go on the Twitter account and you can see exactly where he's at. Now, Musk gets upset about this because he says it's a security risk and the the article talks about the same thing that they're saying this is a terrible situation because of the fact that these these people who are stalking taylor swift they know where she's at they know that she just took off from such and such airport and they can look at the adsb data and they can say okay looks like she's heading to la or when she's in la she's going to hoffmanville to go to the crap headquarters You know, they, they have their own runway, Brad. I don't know why you haven't given them authority, but go I'm ahead. I'm telling you. Okay, yeah, the guy's name is Jack Sweeney. He's a junior at the University of Central Florida. He tracks her flights and locations to, to, uh, and demand to he stop the Daily Mail reported. I don't think you can do that. It's, 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 I see, let me look at this real quick. Um, but You mean when you say you can't do that, you mean you can't, you can't stop him from doing that is what you're saying. It's public domain stuff. Yeah, it would, you're right. It would be like, it would be like, and I'm not going to use, uh, this maybe sort of not the same kind of thing. It would be sort of like if you had, if, if every day uh, Governor Parson sends out press release as, you know, here's, here's what's on governor's schedule today. You know, at 8 o'clock he's going to be at the... Uh, yeah. at the, And they do. Right, yeah. which they do. He, 8 yeah. o'clock he's going to be at the, at the so-and-so, the Toastmasters breakfast in, in, <laughs> in, in Shelbyville. And at 9 o'clock he's going to be blah, blah, blah. Okay, people would say, well, now you, you, you put that out there, maybe stalkers. Well, once again, he's a public figure. Yeah, you and know? he has security, and, right. and it's... Yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. Now, I'm biased about it. My only bias here is that Elon Musk called the guy a uh, – he referred to him as an orifice yesterday on Twitter because he because Elon Musk agrees with Taylor Swift that the guy shouldn't do it. But you're right. I mean if it's public information, I don't know how you get around – I don't know how you can say that the guy can't publish it. Okay. Here is the, the website that a lot of people use. It's called ADSB Exchange, and the web address is just like it sounds, ADSB Exchange. And it says, what is ADX-BX? The world's largest community of unfiltered ADSB mode, S-M-A-L-A-T, that's all stuff, feeders, providing enthusiasts, researchers, and journalists access to the globe's most extensive flight data for unprecedented flight monitoring. And it talks about, um, you know, uh, ways to join the exchange. Uh, you can buy a receiver. And you can, you, I mean, you can get this stuff right now. You, If you buy the equipment, you can sit in your house in the St. Louis area and you can monitor planes taking off at Spirit. You can monitor planes yeah. you know, landing and taking off and things like that. It's public. Now, have you done any of that, Brad? 
Well, I don't have the the equipment for it, and 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 the the the, the easy way there's what is it, Flight Aware and Flight Twenty Four. Oh yeah, Flight Aware. Yep. Those essentially those those companies are doing the same thing, and they're they're, they're just essentially cleaning it up and providing it to uh, to um, you know uh, a, a website and providing that. I will tell you that one time, and I, this probably been eight or nine years ago. Um, when I got onto the plane, I made notice of the tail number. I'm a nerd about stuff like that. I noticed what the tail number was. So when I was on the plane, I put that tail number into, I can't remember which one I had, Flight Aware, or there's a couple of them, you know, whichever one it was. I put it into the, to the system, and I was monitoring the plane I was on. I knew exactly where I was. I knew how fast we were going. I knew our altitude and the whole bit. And the cool thing was they had this synthetic vision option that as you're landing, it gives you like a synthetic view of the cockpit. In other words, you're looking out through the cockpit window like the pilot and the first officer, and you're watching yourself. And I was doing this. I was watching my plane land. Obviously, it was not video. It was a synthesized you know, video kind of thing. It was sort of cool. And once wow. again, it's, it's all public domain stuff. I mean, and, and once again, you know, the actors, uh, you know, the high-profile people like the Elon Musk, the musicians and, you know, high-profile people like Taylor Swift, you know, I hate to say this, and it sounds somewhat, I don't know, sort of like, you know, I'm being sort of a meanie, but you know what? That's the price of fame. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I agree completely. I mean, the, the price of fame is that you want people to notice you, but yet you get to a certain point where when people notice you too much, then you're going like, oh, hold on a minute. This is a little bit too far. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I, if I, I think I told the story on the air. The two guys who come on right after us, who I think do an excellent show, Getty and Armstrong, they mm-hmm. told the story that one day they were at the radio station. This has probably been, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 years ago. They're at the radio station. And the program director comes in and says, hey, man, we need you two guys in the, in the break room because we've got a little mini concert going. And there's this lady that's going to sing to us. And they're going like, oh, we got to go and sit in the break room, <laughs> you know. And they go down the hall and they're sitting in the break room or there's vending machines and people are munching on Twinkies and stuff like that. And there's a lady standing at, you know, in front of them with a guitar and a microphone and a small little PA system. And it's Taylor Swift. She's at a radio station doing a little mini concert in the break room where there's like maybe 20 people in the break room. And I've told the story before. I went to the, I personally went to, this has been a long time ago. I personally went to the Brad Paisley concert. The first time I ever went to Riverport, I went to the Brad Paisley concert because I've always been a Brad Paisley fan because he's got a great name. Paisley is wonderful. Anyway, um, and they had like three opening acts. And the first act was, I don't even know who it was. Second act was, I don't know who it was. And the third act was, they close the curtains as they're getting ready to set up the stage. And a woman comes out on stage in a long, like, dress. What do you call that? Like a summer dress or so? What's, what do you call it? Like them? a sundress? Sundress, a sundress. Oh, she comes yeah. out in the sundress. Go ahead. She walks up to the microphone and she's got a guitar and there's no backing behind her. There's nothing. She just her strumming a guitar and singing. And she sang like two songs and by the time she started the third song people are starting to yell bring on bread bring on bread we want bread it was taylor swift wow (laughs) and where was this breast riverport oh wow she was like one of the opening acts for brad paisley and and once again it was just her now see once again 
people look at it now and they go, oh my God, she flies around in the country in a $54 million DeSalt Falcon jet. And she's got this boyfriend who's like the, the huge uh, star of the Kansas City Chiefs. And oh my God, she's got the world by the tail. But this is a gal who was out there busting her hump driving around the country, walking in a radio station, saying, hey, can I set up in your conference room and sing a couple songs for you people? I mean, yep, absolutely. She busted her hump. And and even even better, Brad, when people ask you if you've seen Taylor in concert, you say yes. You said you've gone to her concert. I did. Well, it wasn't her concert. It was Brad Paisley. Well, I think it was her. I think today it would be her concert. Like well, you could, but I, I would look back and be and say, I went to a Taylor Swift concert and Brad Paisley was also there. I heard a guy. Matter of fact, I heard a guy the other day. Matter of fact, on Camo X, uh, Fred Bottomer tell the story. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, we, we lost uh, Toby Keith. And he talked about the fact that he saw Toby Keith like in 1994 at the Tonic Country Fair when nobody knew who the heck Toby Keith was. And wow, see what, interesting. What's sort of interesting is like the and I don't this is not a shot at me making fun of the town and country fair or any other fairs, but typically who do you see who's the entertainment at county fairs when it's a people country? on their way out, people that have peaked a long time ago. Or people on the way up. One of the two. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there are a lot of people that say that they can saw, they, you know, I mean, like, for example, I know people that saw Brad Paisley out at the Town of Country Fair when nobody knew who the hell Brad Paisley was. Wow. Yeah. You know, he probably well, made. In an interesting story, there was a young guy who his dad used to sell seed. I believe he sold seed for Monsanto. And so the, the company would have these things in a barn. And, you know, this guy's kid was trying to make it as a as a country singer. So the 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 company, you know, g- gave a little bit of cash to this kid to perform for their customers in 2010. Kid turned out to be Luke Bryan. Really? <laughs> yeah. So then 2 years later, Luke Bryan when when Luke Bryan was much bigger and had exploded I think around the 2011 era. He he came back and he gave Monsanto uh, I think a, a halfway decent deal, deal on a concert that we had. But um, by the time we paid him to come perform in 2014 or so, I think the company was paying a whole lot more to have him perform. I would imagine they would. Okay, we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be right back. Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it?